Thanks, Yoni. So for today's interview, I'm going to be interviewing Dr. Mom, Yal Schuster, and uh, she's going to tell us some really cool stuff that's going on with Israel and spacecrafts and the space industry, stuff that I, I really think you haven't heard of yet, and you're going to be mesmerized. And this is great, great information for you to pass on to your children and tell them what Israel's doing in the world of space. So, okay, Yael, tell us a little bit about why we call you Dr. Mom. Uh, yeah, sure. So, well, first of all, I'm a doctor. I have a PhD in organic chemistry, and I ha- I'm a mom. I have three kids, and um, actually my kids started calling me Dr. Mom. It was sort of a funny combination that really explains everything I do that's all connected to getting kids excited about science the way that I am. And how did you start off like with introducing kids to science? What were your methods? Uh, oh, gosh. Well, um, I think pretty much any time that you can get kids playing with science, doing something hands-on, they get excited about it. So everything that we do in our company starts with um, teaching kids and hopefully getting them to touch some science, some, some hands-on experiences. And you actually sell science kits that people can take home and do some science experiments with their kids? Yeah, so we have a line of books and science kits that go together. Uh, basically, you can read a story about some kids who go on scientific adventures and then recreate those adventures at home through the science kits that we've created. So now with that background information, tell us a bit about what's going on with Space IL and how you got involved in working with them. Yeah, so Space IL is an Israeli nonprofit organization that was founded about eight years ago by these three entrepreneurs who were taking part in the Google Lunar Challenge, which is to uh, land a spacecraft on the moon. Um, and actually, they've in this time built a spacecraft. We got connected to it uh, about half a year ago. One of our company advisors is one of those founders, and he thought it would be a really great connection to make some exciting educational material based on their spacecraft. And so tell me about their spacecraft. They are hoping to land on the moon. And what's different about their spacecraft from any other spacecraft that's landed on the moon till now? So I think there are two things. First of all, the Google Lunar Challenge was designed to show what the power of individual organizations that are not governmentally funded could do. So Space IL is um, not a billion-dollar company like NASA. And um, the second thing, actually, when we started on the project with Space IL, we asked them, okay, so what's different between your spacecraft and, say, I don't know, standards in space crafts and they sort of laughed at us and said there is no standard the last time that you know people landed on the moon was 50 years ago before there were cell phones there, you just have to make it all up from scratch because there are no standards in landing on the moon that's why i think there are still those skeptics out there including my son who say did they really land on the moon <laughs> but um and with today's technology we were just talking about this actually last week on shabbos we said with today's technology how come they're not more how come we don't hear more often about things landing on the moon actually it seems like there's a whole new wave of interest in landing what's called a uh, robotic spacecraft, meaning not crewed spacecraft, no people on them. Um, I think uh, China just recently landed one on the far side of the moon, and there are a couple more that are from different countries that are on the way. So I think people are renewed interest in, in getting there again. So it's, it, there's a lot of Israeli pride in, behind Space IL, and the Israelis are very excited to see this happen. So it's actually going to take place in February, and, and right now you said the 
the let's call it Bereshit, the um, spacecraft. The spacecraft. <laughs> um, it's on its way to Cape Canaveral, or it just arrived there. Yes, yeah, so the launch is scheduled in mid-February on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. Um, you basically need a big rocket to get it out into um, orbit. And the Bereshit, the spacecraft, has landed, as far as I know, this morning in Cape Canaveral for the final tests and getting ready to launch. Wow, that's so exciting. And you were explaining to me before about what their technique is, how they're expecting it to get to the moon. Yes, yeah, so it turns out that if you want to just go directly to the moon, you need a lot of fuel, and fuel is really heavy. So Space IL came up with a really cool way to get around that, and basically they're going to be slingshotting around the Earth, using the Earth's gravity to go around it, and then go in farther and farther orbits from the Earth until it meets up with the orbit of the moon, and then it can get pulled into the moon's gravity. Thinking of a slingshot's a great example for that, sure. Um, and then how did you get involved? Tell me a little bit about your book. Right, so we sat down with Space IL and we, we thought about together how we could create something to get to more kids and to get them involved in this amazing story and this amazing pride of the Space IL spacecraft. And what we ended up working on is a storybook, sort of like a bedtime story for kids, ages three and up, and a little stuffed uh, plush toy of the spacecraft itself that tells both a little bit about how the spacecraft works and also sort of the emotional aspects of teamwork and being small but achieving great things. It's really special. I see it here. It comes in English and in Hebrew. Um, this is definitely a book that I recommend everyone go out and buy for their kids. It's a great story time, bedtime story, and you're, you're promoting, you're teaching your kids that Israel is going to be one of the first countries to land something on the moon after the U.S., China, and Russia. That's pretty incredible. And Maybe describe, because the listeners can't actually see the plush toy, but describe sort of the different aspects of it, and then um, everyone can look on our uh, blog post, and they'll see pictures of the toy. Sure thing. So in the book, uh, the spacecraft comes apart, and she needs her friends to help her put her back together. So the toy itself is um, the spacecraft. She's really cute, and she has an Israeli flag on her front. And you can see the parts of her that come off, like the solar panels and the fuel tanks and the engine. Um, and you see also the antennas and her... her um, is that engine? We said engine. Yeah. We said antennas. And <laughs> Should we start over? Yeah. Okay, so uh, this toy itself um, is looks very much like the real spacecraft. It has um, a top part and a bottom part. It has a cute little face with an Israeli flag. We have solar panels that are removable that come off just like in the story where the spacecraft's uh, pieces come apart and she needs her friends to help her put her back together. has fuel tanks. Uh, antenna, a star tracker that helps her find her way all the way to the moon, and um, and an engine. And it is soft, has bendy arms that, that can be posed just like the spacecraft in the story. So actually, that's something important. Tell us a little bit about the legs and how they differ from other spacecrafts that have gone to the moon. So... Um, 
you might have seen pictures recently of the Mars rover or other spacecraft that need to move around when they get to wherever they're landing. And so this one actually just has four legs with special little feet that help with landing. But if she wants to move, what she's actually going to do when she gets to the moon, the real spacecraft and not the toy, um, is going to ha- basically make a little jump by using some leftover gas in the uh, engines and make a little hop so that she can move from place to place on the moon. And what types of things is, is Barry, Barry Sheet, the actual spacecraft is called Barry Sheet, what types of things are they, is she going to be testing on the moon? So she comes equipped with, in addition to the cameras for te- taking uh, pictures, um, she comes equipped with a special device that's going to be able to measure, take measurements on the magnetic field of the moon. And this is being done in collaboration with a professor at the Weizmann Institute. There are still actually some uh, question marks about the moon's magnetic field and how it was formed and what it looks like today. And hopefully she'll be able to answer some of those questions. So this is really exciting because it's more than just sending a spacecraft to the moon, but it's about creating a excitement for kids about space again. And um, you're going into different schools and Ghanim and museums around Israel to spread this story. And hopefully you'll start going around in the U.S. as well and, and share your book and your toy with little kids in America that they can get excited about this too. Absolutely. I mean, Bereshit is a huge source of pride for Israel uh, and for Jews everywhere, and we hope to spread this excitement with everyone who can. So if you're listening and you've got a special science program in your school and you want to bring Dr. Mom out there or some of the, the guys from Space IL, um, you can contact her at Stellar Nova, S-T-E-L-L-A-R, N-O-V-A at funinjerusalem.com. Um, and if you're interested in looking at the book or buying the book, you can find it at thelittlespacecraft.com. The toy is not on the market yet, but it is coming soon. Hopefully, while the real beret sheet is circling around the earth, you'll be able to start buying the toy also. Um, anything else you want to tell us about the excitement of being involved in something so amazing like this? Yeah, so... Uh the actual spacecraft has a disc with all of these pictures and poems and kids' drawings, and we were able to put a copy of our book um, on this disc, and it's just so exciting to be able to create something that's actually going to the moon. So Amazing. And now it's you know 2019, and you can say that you're actually going to have something on the moon that you made. So thank you so much for sitting with us, and um, we're really excited to be part of this whole project, and we hope to actually have some future interviews possibly with the Space IL representatives to tell us a bit more about how it actually worked out. So stay tuned for that. And now back to you, Yoni.